Hey guys, we're back again for a, another episode of the Bounce Down Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host. Yes, you are. Uh, it's good to be here again, obviously. I don't know, this is our fourth episode? This is our sixth episode. Six? Sixth. I don't think that's true. It is our sixth episode. We've oh. had four weekly ones and a special episode last week. Oh yeah, that's true. Time just flies. It's been a week and a half since recording. Bit of bit of time between drinks. It's better than two weeks that we normally have. It is. That's true. We still still technically one a week. We got we got an in between the round one and two of the footy. That's all that really matters. Yeah. This is like, I mean, footy starts tomorrow night, so I better be out before then. Oh, you're definitely out before then. This is going straight up, straight after recording. Yeah, fair call. One take. One take wonders. We got because I got I got to duck off in an hour, so we got we got got to get this done with no second takes. Yeah. Not that we ever have before. Yeah, we're just so good. Um, but yeah, I guess straight into the content. There's a bit of a bit of retirements. A bit of talks about retirements. Well, the one today was pretty shocking. I don't think anyone would yeah, have expected. Came came out of the blue. We were talking about this person. I think it was enough. It was our first or second episode. I like maybe doing the biggest yeah. thing possible in their sport. The sport is tennis, winning all four Grand Slams, and they've come out today and retired at age twenty five. Yeah, well, she's done all she's needed to do. She's achieved what she's wanted and just move on. Go to a different sport and dominate that. I'm sure she'll try. This is, of course, talking about the world number one, oh, Ash- yeah. Ashley Barty. Yeah, she probably should have said their name. Yeah, probably, probably should have. But, yeah, it was just like, I don't know, it was just so random. Yeah. Well, you know, it's sad. Not like I really watch tennis that much, but she was good. I, I saw her do good. She's been number one for like over a year. And she's only 25. Like, she's not even, like, you say the prime yeah. for sports, like, 20, that 26 to 28. I thought she was older, to be honest. So did I. That shocked me that she was only 25. Uh, yeah, it was just, like, so out of the way. And she, announced, she didn't announce it, like, properly as well. She just did it on a live video on Instagram. Yeah, because it's a prank, isn't it? It's, it's not April 1st. True. I thought it was, yeah, it's a, it's a very weird one. Yeah. Maybe she's she's got dirt on her. She's been held hostage. <laughs> you know that would be cool. Yeah, but the the other retirement talk. This is oh good good week ago now. Yeah, this is ancient. Tom Brady's out of retirement. Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> Someone who's almost doubled the age of body. Yeah. And decided they don't want to retire. It's the shortest retirement ever in NFL history, only lasting six weeks. Yeah, well, that's a good record to break, I'm sure. I'm sure he's proud of that. It came out once again over social media with a tweet saying that he's reflected in the past month and that he wants to return for Tampa Bay next season. Yeah. I'm sure he'll probably win another one, win another chip, whatever they call it. It's, I think they're all, they're all chips yeah, in down there in America. Well, across down, there in America. Down there. Jeez, where are the people down there? Down under. Yeah. Oh, speaking of down under, bit of, bit of cricket. Bit of, bit of cricket. That was a pretty good, like, down under in cricket. Pretty good. Wasn't quite a... Under, what's the word? Crossover. Segway. Segway, yeah. It's all right. Uh, the, the Aussies <laughs> in the test. Uh, it's just more of the same. <laughs> a draw in the second test, which was your, your favourite player's debut, Mitch Swepson. It's about time. It's yeah. about time he got his debut, he got his chance. Uh, his arms got pretty big from carrying drinks all the time. <laughs> so. And he start, started with a run out. Yep. That's and, how your career and, starts. And picks up two wickets off his bowling. 
Yeah. In first, in the first innings. So yeah, it's not not a horrible start, not a great start. Ended up in a draw. It doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, yeah. couldn't be the difference in the game. It could have been. He just wasn't. <laughs> you know. Kowalja made a one fifty. Finally cracked the hundred. Who and he fell short again a couple of days ago. Yeah, just I mean he's still averaging over a hundred this year. Like him, him, him returning to the test side is just. I mean, he just hasn't looked back. He's dominating. But he's 35, so he probably... He's always dominated out of Australia, though. Outside of Australia? Outside of Australia. Like, you look at the like, UAE a couple of years ago, he dominated that. It was our best test match when there. He's obviously in his home country at the moment, Pakistan. Like, he's just, it's Australia where it's not his strongest point. I, I don't think so. You, you wouldn't say so? No, I think he had that, yeah, that one good... On a flat track in the UAE, he scored like 180 or something. But yeah, him going over to England, he was practically useless. And he got dropped for Marnus, which is, again, he was pretty unlucky. He probably was going to play the rest of that series if Marnus didn't become that incredible sub he did. But yeah, he's like, been to South Africa, hasn't done well. Been to India, hasn't done well. So yeah. I mean, I think that's all it's for just, cricket. It's just, it's just the same as every, all the other tests. No, it's just... Boring. He's just all going to end up in the draw. It looks yeah. like the series is going to be all draws, and it's, yeah. And we won't be coming back to Pakistan for a while. I don't think. I think it was like all hyped up, and you're going to serve up three horrible pitches that just it offers nothing. How many games is the series? Is it just the three, or was yeah, it five? Yeah, it's three. Then there's three one days, and then a couple of T20s as well, probably to finish off. Or at least there'll be winners in the one days in the no, T20s. It's, oh no, they can't be a draw. It can't be a draw, no. <laughs> Maybe they just sprinkle down some showers. Maybe they just, they just might score like 220 in the T20s. Yeah, well, you would expect that with the pitches <laughs> has been in the test matches. Be some high scoring games. Speaking of high scoring, got a good segue there. That's better. Eight 50 point games. And yeah. we're only halfway through. Well, we're a little bit over halfway now, but it was eight 50 point games at the halfway point of March. Can you name them more? Uh, there's been two LeBrons. Two LeBrons. Two Irvings. Yep. Uh, a Luka Doncic. A Luka Doncic. A Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yep, that's six. That's six. Ooh. There's been a Durant. No. There hasn't been a Durant? No, I don't think so. Didn't Bay get one the other day? No. No, what did he get? He was close. Like 40 something. Um, one of them's your boys, Brock. Oh, that is a very good point. Jason Tatum. Yeah. Here's yeah. one. The other one was a 60-piece from Cat. Oh, I thought, yeah, Cat. Yeah. He scored 32 points in a quarter. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's more than most people score in a game, to be honest. No one's yeah, averaging over 32 this year. Yeah, you don't normally shoot enough in a quarter to be able to score 32. Yeah. Never mind score the 32. Yeah, I didn't watch the game or anything. So I, I didn't watch it either. I happened. just saw the interview after. Where the, yeah, he was shocked. Yeah, he's, she's just there. Other than you are, is there like, you scored 32 in the third quarter and she, he just cuts her off and goes, what, 32? Yeah. What, really? And just like zones out. Surely you know that you've had quite a good quarter though. You'd know, but you still, like, like I was saying, 32 points in a quarter. That's like, you don't yeah. think that. Yeah, that's... More, more high scoring. Continue with the high scoring. Uh, LeBron is now second all time. Yeah, he's just... games of scoring. Overtook Carl Malone. Did he? He did. That's is who that... he overtook. So it's still Kareem that's first. It is Kareem that's first, and he's ahead by I think it's 
three thousand still. Oh, uh, well, LeBron will be in the league for another fifteen years. So. <laughs> Either is the uh, basketball is Tom Brady. Yeah, well, he won't lead to him into a chip with his son. Yeah, he. I don't know if he'll stay that long. He said he wants to. Play, I don't know how long ago this was. If, how fish if it's actually going to happen or whatever. But he said that he wants to play at least one year with his son, yeah. no matter what team it's at. And he said he'll take minimum money and everything. Yeah, but what I don't understand with which is I think stupid with the way their trades work. Don't they have to like trade value for value? That has to equal the same value. I don't think or so. Roughly. I swear that's a thing with the NBA. That's be that their trades have to be roughly the same amount of value. And I don't know if I heard anything about it. But, I, I mean, whoever gets um, Bronny James is his son. Whoever gets him, you practically just get LeBron for not much. Yeah, like you don't. It's not even necessarily the fact of just having Bronny. Yeah. Like he, Bronny might go say he might be say a pick pick five. But he might go pick one just because you get LeBron James. He's not even like from all the high school and college ballers. He's like, he's not top 20 rated or anything. He, he was so highly rated like a couple of years ago saying he's going to be like, he's going to be like his dad. He's going to be like top of the draft class. Yeah. He's just got unrealistic expectations to like try and follow up on. If he has half a career for LeBron, I'd be surprised because I don't think he's going to last long in the league. You don't reckon he'll last long? No, I reckon he'll get his games when LeBron's there because LeGM, being being the general manager that he is for the Lakers at the moment, he'll go over to another team, take over them, make sure they play Bronny, so that, and then he'll, then he'll obviously play as well. And then as soon as LeBron retires, I just don't see Bronny being that good on his own. Will he play with a mask in the NBA? <laughs> yeah, probably not. It's such a weird thing. I don't understand how. I know he like has it below his chin, but that's, that's gonna be so uncomfortable in the yeah. game during the game. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's happening anymore for the college games I've seen lately for March Madness. But I know. Could could we just pull it out like Dana Harris Ralph? Yeah. And not have it on the whole game. Ah, uh, but yeah. It's how. What's the point of having it on your chin? Yeah, there's just no point, honestly. This morning, you got in the notes here. Young versus the Knicks this morning. Yeah, well, after last week, villain Trey came out against the Knicks in the playoff series round one last year. Trey Young absolutely dominated the Knicks. He literally carried um, Atlanta just over them. Well, he had he had he had Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich played very well today as well. But today, Bogdanovich played well. I don't think last year. Oh, yeah. last like, that last playoff season. No, no, no. Bogdanovich did that good. Yeah, he scored 45, McDonough scored, I think it was 32 today. Yeah, it was like, yeah, their backcourt pretty much teamed up for majority of their score. Yeah, that was, and they were pretty much the only major scorers. There was a couple of 10s and that was pretty much it. Yeah, I don't think Clint Capella got 10. He's no, he, he, did, he did not get 10, no, unfortunately <laughs> not. Um, yeah, well, I've got, I've got some, I've got some Korean... Basketball rules. Some you know not, me. I'm a big fan of Korean. Not sports. South Korean, North Korean basketball rules. Kim so Jong Un you know, is a good fan. So you know they don't they don't let anything else leak out of their country, but they've somehow let their basketball rules out of their country. And I just I just want your thoughts on these rules. So the first there's five rules here. I, I, I want yes, okay. yes, no, or like needs some adjusting. Like if you think they should be like in the NBA or the NBL, or like. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Oh, my yeah. Job, my job, my job. So every so obviously, you go inside the three point arc. So we have two points. Every basket you make, yeah. Yeah. But in the, in North Korea, a dunk is worth three points. A dunk, alrighty. I like it. I like maybe two points. No, it is. Worth it two is points. two points. Yes. 
<laughs> That's weird. It doesn't seem right to me. It doesn't seem right because like I feel like yeah, this is exactly what you just did. I feel like two points, like a dunk should be worth more than say like a layup. Yeah. But then it can't be three points because three points from shooting like so far like not so far like from further back. Yeah, maybe two and a half points. <laughs> Get the point fives into it. So yeah, it's a good rule, but like it could be like probably I don't know because it it would be better if it was worth more because then more people would go for dunks and make it more exciting. I mean, how many people in Korea are actually dunking the ball? <laughs> I don't know their height, but expectations-wise, I wouldn't think they'd be that tall. Yeah. But, you know, the, you wouldn't think that about any country that they have really, really tall people, but the NBA has, like, how many? Like, a thousand, six foot five. They, they just have people. a lot of people. They have just a high population. So yeah. if one in every 10,000 people are seven foot... They're in the NBA. Then they're, they're going to get a lot of seven-footers. <laughs> So it's not it's like it's not the worst rule in the world, but it, it probably needs adjustment like you were trying to say before. Well another one increasing the points. If you shoot a three pointer and it swishes so it doesn't touch the rim, it's worth four points. Fuck. Oh. Steph Oy. Curry would have a field day. He would have an absolute monster. Yeah, he'd be dropping fifty every night probably, just off threes. So what do you think of this rule? They're professional athletes, surely that swish everything if it was open. Like in training, you'd almost swish everything. And it's just like if you, you're playing foot, you can kick one right through the middle. Do you get extra points for that? No. It's just, it's kind of what you're expected to do. And so I was also, what you're like, for and also, yeah. And also, like the technology as well to, to then know if it's yeah. touched the rim or yeah, not. Yeah, a lot of players getting replayed, like, oh, did it just clip the rim? Coaches challenge, did it touch the rim? Yeah, well, that's that's a rule. I mean, this is NBA, NBA. That's a rule that needs to be changed. And the if you get if you have a successful challenge, you should keep you should keep yep. the challenge like like cricket. Like I just understand how if yep. you if you get it right, you still like kind of penalised. Well, maybe not even keep your challenge, but you get your timeout back because yeah. it uses a timeout to be able to challenge. And if it's successful, I reckon you should get that timeout back. You should I just think off the bat you should definitely get your review back or your challenge but yeah go back to your Korean basketball rules that's just just have to jump in there um if you miss a free throw you your team loses a point that's great that's classic. you like that rule I like it a lot like Giannis again, would not get as many points <laughs> yeah again this is just the normal like is it you your, as your personal stats do you lose a point or just the team lose well, a you'd, point well you'd assume you lose a point as well but yeah your team loses a point but you'd assume you as a player would as well otherwise the math wouldn't make sense yeah there'd be players running around with negative five points out there <laughs> I've got a negative triple double <laughs> but so yeah, yeah you like that rule yeah I do I think it yeah it's not it shouldn't be that hard of a shot I also, I also do like that rule. I haven't said it. It's probably swish, like you said. It's probably what they expect. You expect them to do. Yeah, I reckon miss a layup should be negative one as well while we're at it. <laughs> Ooh. It'd be hard to judge. Like that'd be hard. To, that'd be hard to judge again. Like the touch in the room thing. Yeah, true. Well, uh, a shot made in the last three seconds of a game is worth eight points. That's that's horrible. You don't like it at all. That's just like last goal wins, boys. After one team's kicked ten goals up, the ten goals now, up. I like it, but eight is way too much. Yeah, could like maybe four, maybe four or maybe five yeah. as a max. I wouldn't be going. Yeah, I wouldn't be going much. Like a sh- this is like if it's outside three point range, I reckon. If it's in the two range, maybe three points. 
Yeah, I get. Yeah. Well, maybe just add one more point depending where it is. Yeah, like, add one more point. So it's four so. point for three and three point for two. Yeah. Or two points for a free throw. Or no. Nah, just keep free throws the same. Clutch free throws, I don't even care. Should still make it. And the last rule games can end in a draw. So no overtime, it's just like footy, it's just a draw. I, I, basketball's a bit weird because there's so many games that are just really close. So in footy, you get like a couple that would be close to a draw. Like you get like maybe one or two draws a year. Yeah. In basketball, there's like an overtime two or three times a week. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I think you have to have overtime for basketball because it just happens so often. But, but maybe if you can score more points in the last three seconds of a game, it won't happen as often. Yeah, true that. <laughs> but it could be four points down and just buzz a beat up. Following. I don't know. A game ending in a draw, I don't necessarily dislike it. I don't know what to feel about it, really. I mean, I've watched... There's been three test matches on the draw and up in a draw. <laughs> it's not that exciting. It's a, it's a bit different when you play for five days and it ends up in a draw and it's not even close to a result. Yeah. I've, I've never played in a draw in footy. Yeah, neither. Yeah, so I don't know. I wouldn't I would assume it doesn't. It would feel so weird, I reckon. Like, it's just like you've done all this just for nothing. Yeah. Like, both teams. It's just like you don't feel annoyed that you lost, but you're not happy either because you didn't win. It's just like a new, weird neutral. I reckon footy should not be allowed to end in a draw. What? You, are, you reckon golden, golden goal? For footy? No, I just play an extra five Extra minutes. time? Yeah. Well, then, well, like like finals, five each way to make it fair, or...? Yeah, probably. Maybe three minutes each way. Sure, there'll be a score. Yeah, it's the that thing, though, with really footy... Dramatic. With, like, with footy, you can go a good ten minutes without a goal, at I, least. Or well, Freer on the weekend went 30, almost 40 minutes without a goal. Yeah, that's Freer. We don't expect much of them. <laughs> And it's not like Adelaide were piling it on either. Like, Freo ended up winning the game, obviously, still. Yeah. It's like, you can go a long time in footy without a goal scored. And if it's, like, a con- like tightly contested game, or if it's wet, yeah. like it's harder to score in that, a short amount of time. Korean basketball got us talking about footy and cricket in one segment. It did. That's, that's, good, from, that's good from the Koreans. Yeah, off the Koreans. So, yeah, is that, like... Overall, I reckon those rules are actually not bad. I understand. It's just, it'd make it... It's just changing the game too much. I'm going to say another cricket reference. It's like the English version of T20, or like the 100, the 100 balls, changing everything just to suit the fans. I think it's just a, it's a fan pleaser, crowd pleasers. I don't think it's really, I don't think the players would really enjoy it as much. But yeah, I think that's enough for Korean. Well, on, on to the big thing. That this it's back. We had a Ooh. special episode. Last week, we got to talk about it. It's going to be like this for the next yeah twenty eight weeks. It's that's a lot. That's a long time. You think about it. It is a long time. It well, if you think about it, it's only just over half a year. Yeah, it's obviously twenty six weeks, half a year. When a lot of other sports go for, mo- like you look at the NBA, they only have like a month and a half off before the next season starts. Yeah, so it's not actually that long. It's actually yeah not that long compared to other sports in the world. Yeah. But it's just, it's just the whole year. It's just, it's just, it's exciting, you know. It's something to do every weekend. It is something to do every so weekend. Long. And last week it was something to do on the Wednesday night. Yeah, I didn't like that. Didn't like the starting of that. Uh, I everything uh, weird. Well, we've said for a few years that it should be a 
grand final rematch. Yeah, they, they, they did it, but they, they didn't do it how they should have. It just should have been a Thursday night game and Carlton Richmond moved. I, I, yeah, I understand they wanted like the Thursday night game to still be like the Carlton Richmond, like the history behind it and everything. But stupid. Yeah, and what are they going to do if in three years when Carlton make the grand final? Maybe four or five years. When Carl to make the grand final, they can't versus Richmond round one then because it won't be a grand final rematch. That's gold. No, I didn't think about that because I don't really think about Carlton winning many premierships. Richmond could win a premiership. That's probably more the TV talking. <laughs> They'll probably win a premiership before Carlton. You think they're going to win a premiership before Carlton yeah. despite losing by 25 points to Carlton yeah. on the weekend? It won't happen in the next 10 years, but <laughs> they're closer. <laughs> I'm sure they've got some good draft picks coming up in the next couple of years. So yeah, just a quick quick recap for some. I'm not going to go in detail on all of them due to lack of caring. Yeah, honestly. And it's just... like, there's, there's some like North Melbourne and Hawks. It's just like, yeah, you showed your talent. You saw Jason Francis. He wasn't amazing. Well, yeah, he wasn't. Gunnison kicked three goals for. Like, there's just nothing major to talk about. I think you've just hit the nail on the head. You talk, hit the two talking points. The two talking points. Yeah, for that game. Yep. Jack Zewell got monstered because Ben because Mackay went down. Yeah, I just don't like Jack Zewell as a defender. He's so average. He's not. He's just an attacking yeah. player. He just wants the cheap ball. Yeah, it's not even like he's a good attacking player. He just gets the cheap. He make as a skipper, he makes him kick to him. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so yeah, the first game like we were saying, the grand final rematch, Bulldogs Melbourne. Now I didn't get to watch this game or the Colin Richmond game. Yeah, well, Melbourne just did what. It, it was just a game of momentum. I feel like when those two teams, it's just momentum. Like in the grand final, yep. very momentum based. This game, it just, it was just seesaw, and then obviously, uh, Melbourne kicked away at the end. Well, when the when the first quarter siren went, it was the exact same score as it was yeah. at quarter time grand final. Obviously, Waitman kicked the goal off the siren, but it was the exact same score when the siren went. Yeah, and I think Christian Petrarch had almost exactly the almost same exact stat same. Line. Yep. Yeah. So. It was pretty identical. It wasn't a 60-whatever margin. The grand final was last year, but still. It seemed a lot like the grand final. And adding a bit of fantasy in there. Got my McCray 120, which I loopholed for my captain. Yeah, good stuff. Which was it, Which was ended up being my highest scorer for the week, so a good decision by me. It is. Carlton uh, and Richmond. Once again, I didn't... Like I said, I didn't get to watch it. It was... Yeah, it was just good to see Carlton finally beat Richmond in round one. It's been like 10 or 11 years since it's happened. So yeah, it was good. Good for the Blues. Yeah. They had Matt Kennedy. He's going to be good this year. I mean, that whole midfield, I think Cripps is in. Cripps kicks three. And had his 25, whatever yeah, it was. They've added Chera and Hewitt, who are going to rack up. And Speaking s- of, sorry, Chera's out this week. Yeah, but... That, but the, the Sam Walsh comes back I was back just in. about to mention <laughs> yeah. Sam Walsh. He's back. And I don't know how he's going to go, because he was supposed to like come back round three or four. Round I swear four. it was maybe like round five. Yeah, because he's supposed to miss the f- m- oh shit, the first month of footy had a stroke. He said it was syndesmosis he had, wasn't it? Syndesmosis. Yeah. yeah, and it's been thirty six days since his surgery, and he's announced to play uh, tomorrow night. So good. That's how's he? And it's like it's not like they've said I could all that he's ahead of the schedule. Like this oh, whole they time. did a couple of weeks ago. Oh, did they? I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, but they still were expecting like first month. Like, it's. Yeah, that's weird. It's just out of the, out of the blue. Because he was running in a moon boot. It's so can, weird to see someone run in a moon boot. Can, can you acknowledge my pun, please? What'd you say? I said it was out of the blue. Oh. 
Yeah. Thanks, I'll take that. Now I'm feeling kind of blue. No, that's... Yeah, okay. Uh, thank you all to Collingwood. Another one, just game, game of dods. Dog yeah. teams. Well, it was a game of momentum, I guess. It was Saints. I was really hoping for the Saints to win, you know. They went on that massive charge led by the debutante, Jack Hayes. Oh, my God. He was Jack, so Jack, and Jack Hayes and Nick Dacos. And also a Collingwood debutante, Pat Lipinski. Yep. He was... They were... Probably the three, the three people getting votes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think anyone else in Collingwood is too outstanding. It's just St Kilda do not look like they're going to have a good year again. Yeah. Collingwood look good. They're rebranded under McRae as his first game as Collingwood coach. All, like th- all, all three new coaches got a win yeah, in round true. one. Um, yeah, they... And uh, um, he just got... He's obviously coached under... Been assistant under uh, Hardwick... Yep. And Clarkson and you, s- and saw a bit of both Richmond and Hawthorne style in the yeah. game. They were able to slow it down and zone up, but then they just got. They also had chaos ball going through it, and that they would always look inside. Yeah, and it even was, if it was a contest, they'd just go there, and it worked. Obviously, very unlike the Collingwood last year. They were so slow, yep. boring to watch. It was averaging about fifty points a game. But in Nick Dacos speed off halfback. Yeah, it was, it was a just, pretty poor, bad start from Nick Dacos in that, like his first kick turnover cost him a goal. Oh, yeah. But after that, he was pretty good. And Jack, Jack Hayes out of the blue. Like, I, yeah, honestly. Never, never even heard of him. I just saw he was playing, got in my fantasy, scored 111, took him on my field. Yeah, lucky you. Just, yeah, it was just like, it was just random. It was like the only shine and light really for St Kilda. They didn't really have much else. Yeah, it's sad when someone you get on your list just a, like a month ago is has your best player for your round one and that's exactly what happened in the next, next game, game. I was about to say that myself yeah Nick Martin Nick Martin yeah. a Perth boy remember the name there's a new Martin in town yeah great comment you that but yeah despite kicking five goals and having 27 on debut his team still went down by 66 to Geelong yeah there's, his last three goals were all when the game was very <laughs> finished but that, I mean he's still running off a wing kicked him so can't complain with his performance. He, he got the Nat Rising Star as well. Yep. Which is kind of expected, you know. Well, you say expected, but there was another... There was obviously Jack Hayes. And skipping a bit ahead, but Joshua Shelley kicked five goals as well on debut. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't have the disposals. But he was more influential, I think. Rochelle, Rochelle was def. Well, I didn't get to watch this game as yeah, I was playing. <laughs> but, yeah, he was He was definitely influential. He was the basically the lead of that comeback by, by Adelaide. Yeah. Rochelle. But... I guess you can't pass off a guy that got five and 27 touches. Yeah. Just off the... It's in a losing side as well. Just looking at stats alone, you just pick him. Well, I think Nick Dacos and Rochelle will probably get theirs in a couple yeah. of weeks' time and anyway. Jeremy Cameron went to hospital. He's all cleared now, but... Yeah. It was, well, it was a weird situation. They said it was a hip 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 pointer. Yeah. Like a little hip injury. But you don't go like to hospital. hospital. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we both watched the round so far. We did both watch the round so far. And access all areas, which yeah. I got my calling by Damien Hardwick and Alistair yeah. Clarkson from. Uh, the Battle of the Bridges, Judo at Sydney. That was a good game in- until Sydney kind of kicked away at the end. And you mean when Luke Parker kicked away at the end? No, he didn't kick away at the end. He just kept him in it. He, he kicked all five quarter. of his in the second half. Yeah, but that was in the third quarter and it was just seesawing when he was kicking goals. And then they just obviously finished off. Buddy only kicks one, still needs four to get the 1,000 mark. Yeah, Phil Davis is on him all day. Lockdown. And the one goal he did kick was from a contentious free kick. Yeah, it just seems like that happens too much in the footy. It's just 
some soft, soft free kicks. Oh, Keneally, first game back, wasn't great, but it was all right. Tom Green dom- dominated. It's his breakout year. It, it should be his breakout year. He's been there a few years now. Yeah. Don't know what the phone's doing here. Keep, keeps glitching a bit. Uh, oh, yeah, next game, Brisbane-Port, another good game. I didn't like this game very much. I didn't like this game. These are the two teams that I just starting to not like. They're the teams I have that they'll, they'll make finals. They'll, they'll do top four and they'll choke you out in the prelims or the semis yet again. I, I don't know. Either was, way, you can't deny it was a good game. It was close, but it just seemed it was the skills in that game were probably the poorest almost the whole round. It, besides, obviously, the commentators were blaming the Jew of the muggy uh, Queensland, yeah. but I don't know as as like the elite of the elite players, and obviously being in two teams that are meant to finish high, like they yeah. like at the peak of their powers, and they still can't. Yeah, the skills are semi wet ball horrible. But Joe yeah. Danaher is laps on half time. <laughs> yeah, it took one of the best marks you'll probably see this year. And then tried handballing it off the cockatoo. That's going to ruin in mark at the year, to be honest, because I've showed that highlight just after it. <laughs> There's no time to cut the mark. Yeah. He's already handballing it. Yeah, it was just it was silly, but obviously he probably didn't know. Oh, you, he would have known that there wasn't much time left, though, surely. Yeah, but he's not a thinker of the game, is he? And as a big key forward, like... It's, he's, he's a, there's a lot smarter key forwards out there than Joe Hanna, that's for sure. Yeah, but he still managed to kick four goals too, I think it was. He's good. He looks good. My pick for Coleman, and he looked very good. Yeah. I mean, both of our Coleman's both kick four. So, good stuff. Aaron Norn. Uh, next game, Duds. Like, like you said earlier, Hawthorne, North Melbourne. Yeah, I think we've been through that. Hawthorne, 20-point win. Not much else to say. Now, a big game before we go on to... The, the, biggest biggest. Point, the biggest talking point for us. Fremantle versus Adelaide. This game was just... It's, the scoreboard is so flattering for Adelaide. It is. They should have been down by about 60 points at halftime alone. Fremantle absolutely dominated. They're just everywhere dominated besides in front of the big sticks. Like the Fremantle have always... They just, you would have thought they would have put some time into some goal kicking back. They just can't kick straight. And it ended up almost costing them the game. If it wasn't. Yeah. Now we were on the way to our game and watching the end of this, and Heath Chapman with the spoil on the line. Yeah, he, he saved the game for free, I guess. It Literally, yeah. Draw. Or, or, yeah. or it could have even gone for a goal. It was, he was trying to get Shepherd over. The guy, the guy Shepherding actually kind of helped him towards the ball. Yeah. But I mean, well, he was trying to push him under it, but. Honestly, he just helped push him straight to it. Yeah. It was just... In, in his seventh game, to, like, and just have that composure on the big stage when it's gone... It was going through for a goal. Yeah. And he'll be able to fist it back in and then work and get it out straight away as well. He has a lot more footy smarts than Joe Danaher does, actually. <laughs> and then... <sighs> the last game, it was... The, 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 the big game. It was good. We went to it. We enjoyed our night. It was a lovely evening for both, I'm pretty sure. Do you, do you care to talk about it? Or you just want me to talk about it? Our two, two teams against each other, West Coast and Gold Coast, in Perth, round one. We went to the game, obviously yep. being our two rival teams. And, well, I mean, Gold Coast, we beat a depleted West Coast side. You did. Now, going into it, I obviously expected to lose. Well, yes, yeah, I, I, I wasn't expecting to lose, but I thought we were going to lose. Yeah, gotcha. But then the fact we were... Five goals up in the first quarter, yeah. and it was and being a draw with 
four minutes 30 to go in the last to then lose by 27 is disappointing 27 point loss <laughs> I'm just going to read it as a 27 point win for us you know who cares what happened before right? we, we won by 27 against a team we should have beat and that's all it really needed to be said about it the scoreboard flatters us it really does flatter us it, it, yeah, it was it, so much closer than 27 it was, it was a lot closer here we got Despite only being twenty one thousand there, it was actually quite loud. Good atmosphere. It was, oh yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a good game to watch until the last few minutes that when you guys just keep away. It was a good game to watch. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, being a Gold Coast fan, it wasn't great. Every time Eagles kicked a goal, especially in that first quarter, the roar. Every when goal. really early kicked his goal, first game back, that, that was, was so huge. loud. I'm glad they welcomed him back, Jogos like that. Wish they welcomed back to every prisoner with a massive clap. Um, but yeah. A few shining lights. West Coast, Luke Foley dominated from the back line. I don't think he did much. I think he's the Josh Rotham of last year. Got yeah, Jack, Jack Redden in the middle was very good. Yeah, had to be. Jermaine Jones in the middle was also very good. He was probably one of the better players. I think he would have been second best player for the game. Two goals, one, and had, I think it was 20 disposals. It just looked like everything he, he was a part of was definitely when you were scoring goals. It remind, the way he played that actually reminded me of um, Shy Bolson when he went in the middle at points last yeah. year. That's what it reminded me of. That's a pretty good comparison for him, especially being a nobody for the last couple of years at Eagles. Um, had a couple of debuts, didn't do anything massive. Yeah, it was just... Yeah, no. It was, it was actually just the welcome back of to form for good old Matty Rao, which was what we needed he, to... He did play We very, need to have. He was early. courageous. And looking at some of the tackles he was just able to break, he was just, he was just so big. Speaking of him so being young. courageous, the really really hit. We've yeah. got to talk about it. it. It's not reportable. It was just a fair contest. It's it, a footy accident, I guess you it, He originally had a week. They challenged it, got, was successful. Yeah. It was a mark contest. And the well, only issue... Like the only shot I had with it was that Rao had the ball when the time he hit him. Yeah. So he was he had no reason to jump. He was nowhere near it. He was nowhere near the ball by the time he was actually hitting him. Yeah. But still, I it just looked like a normal contest, I guess. It was just unfortunate yeah. that Rao was just so courageous. Now, I heard that um that Shui Drew actually showed them the tape straight after the game, saying this is like this is like this is what we wanted to be at, this level of courage. Yeah. That and he showed it to the, the whole team straight after the game. Yeah, uh, it was. He was just. He's a twenty year old carrying our team. I guess he got took as well. I mean, those two alone could just almost win some games for us. I reckon. Well, they did pretty much on Sunday. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I guess against Melbourne this week will be our biggest, a big challenge. Yeah. The, the other two, they got one week vans. Rory Sloan got off. I. Don't know. Still I still don't know. What yeah, happened. I still haven't seen footage of what it was, so don't know. And Mitch Robinson, who you also challenged but didn't get off, as he shouldn't have. Which I don't understand about this is when you challenge, isn't it meant to go up a week if you. If That's it's what the old AFL games used to do, dear. The um, AFL Live used to do I'm that. Pretty, to no, I'm pretty sure it is the rule because like at East Perth, we got the whole tribunal talk and everything as well, and that was the rule at waffle level as well. So I thought it would still be at AFL level. Hmm. I used to think that, but the last few years it hasn't it hasn't really affected. You just stand. It it was, I think it was definitely close between a fine and a week because the, the only thing saving him was the fact that it was his collarbone. He did graze the head, but he didn't actually hit him in the head. That was the only like saving factor for him. It was still enough 
a little bit of contact to the head and if you bump yeah. him, contact to the head it's just if he knocks him out it's three weeks yeah it's, like, it's all outcome based really the tribunal so some guy gets majorly injured from you bumping you can you can yeah. cop a couple of weeks but if he gets straight back up you're, and you bumped him in the head you're not going to get a week you're going to get maybe a fine it just seems like that's how it's going at the moment yeah Bit of bit of fantasy before we go into the preview for next round. How do you how do you find your team? Horrible, horrible. Uh, no, it wasn't horrible. I just it was just Jack Hayes. I couldn't get him onto my field because I had Max Gorn, who was a big letdown. Set and regret for the two rucks. I had Brody <laughs> Grundy and Max Gorn, which Grundy was alright, and then Max Gorn seventy nine against Tim English. He got beaten by Tim English all day, all game, which is pretty sad. Um, and. Yeah, Nick Martin, I didn't have him in my team at all. Like, not even on the bench. So, he was definitely the first person I picked for this week. So, what are your trade, two trades in for this uh, week? I went Nick Martin to... Oh, sorry. Baldwin to Nick Martin. Yep. And then I went Caleb Sarong, who's a big letdown for me this week, to Pat Lipinski. Which is... I mean, I, wanted, I had him move bits and pieces of the preseason. It's kind of like a swap... Well, the three players I had in mind was Cripps, Lipinski, and Sorong. Yeah. Somehow picked the one that scored 60-odd. <laughs> the others tunned up. So, yeah, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't great. I, I had a very good round. I, yes, I won, won all my leagues, scored the most points in all, all my leagues. I was yeah. currently ranked 3,500. And this is with a few negatives. I had McInerney on my field. I had Chris on my field. had Malira on my field. Yeah, Chris was a big letdown. Uh, Mitchell didn't score as much. As he should have. Whit- Whitfield as well. I had my f- my defense wasn't great. Yeah, I think Whitfield and Crisp. I think a lot of people had. It was just the people yeah. that didn't have him were probably the ones that probably. But my saviors were I had, which I did this just before because obviously, like I said earlier, I was playing a game during the Essendon Geelong. Yeah. And as I got to the ground, I put Nick Martin on my field instead of Baldwin. <laughs> and my thought pattern was just that a small loss player is going to score better than a tall forward. Mm, yeah. Which ended up saving me, and the fact that I had um, Riley O'Brien and Brody Grundy, so O'Brien hadn't played yet, so I was able to get Jack Hayes onto my field. Yeah, that those are the two savings for me, and be able to take and that I took McRae for one twenty was also a savior for me. Can you do Jack Hayes for a rock two for the whole year? I'm not doing it yet. I'm going this week. I put O'Brien on my field for this week, and also versing Collingwood. I basically every stoppage, I'm getting a point. You say that, but what? When have you ever seen two ruckmen get a hundred against each other? Yeah, but it's just the fact that it's not every stoppage. Yeah, they both and I don't, at the same time. Probably. And I, yeah, I also don't know that Jack if Jack Hayes is going to score well again this week. So I'm going give him another week, trial it, see what happens. And if he scores ninety plus this week, O'Brien's gone. Yeah, that's fair. I want to. I I think he's a forward ruck, so he's in my forward line. So he's yeah. on my field. I put him and Nick Martin on at the moment, but I'll probably be doing some loopholing. So whoever plays first out of Rochelle, Martin, and Rochelle plays first. Yeah, so Rochelle will probably get my VC. Oh uh, no, he'll be emergency. Yeah, and then obviously see what. Well, happens. yeah, I've done similar. I've got Jack Hayes on my field for my forward line. Move Sam Hayes to the ruck bench. That will mean I have to get a non-playing player though. I don't have a non-playing. Player I have two non-playing players. Why should you have Sam DeConning? Uh, Sam DeConning is defence, so I can't really do anything with that. Yeah, true. Um, I'll move the magnets around. I'll do some shuffling. Yeah, I, my two trades are uh, Justin McInerney to Luke Foley. He was a one-week wonder, was he, Justin? I wouldn't say... Yeah, wonder how he scored so bad. Yeah. And Luke Foley scoring 100 going up a price, so just 
straight swap and it got me a bit of money as well yeah and the other one which also got me a bit of money i've got a lot on the bank at the moment yeah. was um tom mitchell to lucky neil lucky neil 150k cheaper scored a lot better yeah i had lucky neil so he was with me in the preseason, but it couldn't find its way into the round one side. Had to let him go for a week. Yeah, and yeah, Tom Mitchell just. Tom Mitchell know. had the matchup as well. He's versing North. Yeah. MCG. You just kind of expect. And Neil against Port, and he scored well. So it's and he like, was copying attention from Willem Druitt as well. Yeah. Night, so it's just yeah easy straight swap. I have a good. I think it's like four hundred k in the bank. I like Lockie Neal this year. I think he's going to get back to that Brownlow form. And also, if I or if I get Riley or Brian out as well, I'm going to have that's one point three mil for one trade. Yeah, that's, there's not many people that are worth one point three mil, but Took Miller will be there soon. I already have Took, <laughs> so Jack, I, I'm Jack still. I'm looking. I'm looking in a very good position early on in the season. I reckon. Yeah, I reckon you just just one wrong trade and off goes up downhill, but. I'm back in here. I'm back in here this year. Now, last last bit of the pod, a bit bit of bit of preview for the next round, bit of, bit of bit of tips. Are we My, gonna go a long long preview on them or just quick say who you're gonna win? Uh no, we'll we'll go a bit. Not not massive. Just just a bit of talk. Yeah. First one tomorrow night is Bulldogs Carlton. Without the bond, the Bulldogs. I mean, look at the ladder positions. Bulldogs are seventeenth and Carlton are fifth. So I think you should really base your tip off the ladder position X. But no, Bulldogs should probably comfortably win. Now, despite not Bont, as we always say, they've got a lot of depth for their midfield. Yeah, it's well, just basically going to be the big... There won't be one playing forward. Without Pat Lipinski now, what's that depth really like? And Chera not playing for Carlton. Although Sam Walsh comes in, don't know how good he's going to be still, though. I mean, it's Carlton just, don't have a coach for this game. No, Michael Voss is now coaching remotely. Yeah, he's going to be on a Zoom call. And coaching. Yeah, that's gonna. That's really good player interaction, I think. Really getting up and close and personal. What happens if his Wi-Fi drops out? Yeah. <laughs> and then no Jack Martin as well, who was pretty, oh, pretty decent. But was, was he? Was he actually decent? Oh, I kicked a big snag. What is it with him big in round one snack. against Richmond? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't actually that good. It was just the one moment. Got him in front from 50, bang. So, yeah. It's just... Yeah, it's, you expect that to be a Bulldogs win. Just... Carlton have won the last two games against Bulldogs. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I pulled that out from us. That's true. <laughs> so, oh, and then the, the, big, the big Friday night one. This, I don't know how this game's going to go. Sydney versus Geelong. Geelong win this. I don't, I don't want Geelong to win, but I feel like Geelong going over Sydney, Geelong win. Sydney going over to Geelong, Sydney win. Sydney have the best record in Geelong out of all the teams that have travelled there. And, and then I think... I don't want to talk about what happened... Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Both those teams just gave you an absolute bath last year in Geelong. But yeah, I think Geelong get up. It'll be a close one. It'll be a good Friday night. Uh, game I'm saying season. Sydney, just the opposite fact that you just said. The fact that it's at the SCG, I'm going Sydney. Yeah, it's. I mean, obviously, it's going to be a good. Probably, it should be yeah. a good close game. I know, it'll really just like where these two teams actually sit. Like you said, Geelong are going to go down. I said Sydney are going to go down. I don't know. This just. I feel like this show, like, can show, despite Geelong being first on it, this can show, like, where these two teams actually are sitting. Already my prediction looks horrible, saying Geelong are going to go outside the end. They're just, they've been nested in about 66 points. But, yeah, I'll go. No, just have to stick with it. And um, next one. Nobodies. Two nobodies. Just Dacos versus Rochelle. <laughs> yeah, that's actually what's going to be about. Who's going to get the actual Rising Star nominee? Pretty much. Or someone going to come out of the blue again. Yeah, no, I don't think so. It's yeah, it's just 
I reckon Collingwood are going to win. Not much to say, really. Collingwood uh, should win. Collingwood should win. I think they're better team than it's at the MCG. Just, I, like, I like Collingwood. I, I do like, like Collingwood, Wood. yeah. The way, so. the way Michael Voss has them playing, I do like the look of them. The way Craig McRae's going to play. Michael Voss is Colton. Sorry, yep. Yeah. I know, I know. Sorry, Craig. Yeah, just but... talked, talked about Voss a lot, just came off the tongue. Yeah. Uh, Essendon versus Brisbane for the next one. Uh, Brisbane should See, I think Brisbane are going to win, but looking at it now, I don't like... I don't know. This is the thing with the Brisbane SM matchup. I just don't like for Brisbane, but I do think Brisbane. They're weird teams to verse. Like you don't, like they're not the big, big country match. But yeah, they're both teams that made finals last year in Melbourne as well. Which I is still think Essendon. Yeah. Oh, oh, Brisbane. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say what? <laughs> uh, Port Adelaide against Hawks. Just Port. Port <laughs> Adelaide Oval. It's Port and Hawks. Like Dude, despite Hawks being no third. Uh, second versus fourth. Yeah, I wish that, that looks good for us. But, yeah, Metricon. Oh, is it Metricon? It is Metricon. Yeah. I back us to do well, <laughs> not to win. I expect you to do well, but still lose by 50. 50, okay. I reckon. Oh, I don't, I don't like pushing that much. I reckon 40. I reckon we'll be in the game at three-quarter time. I wouldn't say three-quarter time. I Mel- Melbourne's quarter is always the third quarter. We're in it, three-quarter time. I'm backing us. <laughs> But then we lose from there. Uh, next one on the Sunday is North versus West Coast. North beat you here. You reckon? North actually beat you here. I reckon... Okay, if we lost in round one, I'd probably say North. But this week we've got Ryan coming back, Kelly coming back, uh, Darling's back in. I just think, yeah. Mm. There's still enough... We still have enough people there that we should be able to beat North. Yeah, your top end is just so good. It's just your bottom end. Not so good. So, yeah, I still reckon it's not going to be a great game, once again. Very happy with versing. You can tell what they put on the Sunday mornings. North Melbourne just looks like a pencil in for that early Sunday game. It, I'm very happy with versing the lower teams to start off the season. Gold Coast are a lower team. Who's coming top? Who's in the top four right now? <laughs> not a, I don't think that's a lower team to me, bro. You're a bottom four side right now. Hawthorne in a top four deal. Hawthorne are higher than you on the ladder. Yeah, good on it. You know, it's the charge. Uh, Richmond, do the rest. This is, a, this is another one. Now, like, like I was saying, with the Sydney Geelong game, just to really see like, where these two teams are, like how this game's going to turn out. Who have you got? I've got the Giants. That's what I was going to say, the Giants. Richmond are favourites, and on the ESPN footy tips, I think it's like 75% or something like that of tip for Richmond. I might put a bet on GWS, and I reckon I... I reckon I do think Giants as well. They don't get Tom Green, uh, Toby Green back though, do they? No, he's around three. Ah, uh, I don't know. He got he got a lot of weeks. <laughs> Five, yeah, he got a stupid amount of weeks that shouldn't have happened. Uh yeah, uh yeah. I don't know. There's just something. This one thing of the MCG as well. I feel like yeah. Richmond did not look good round one. Yeah, Richmond didn't do much favors when I said they were going to be the risers this year. I'm like, they're going to bring up their premiership chances again, but they just. That looked horrible. And then losing Dion Prestia. They have an absolute no-one midfield. Like Liam Baker's running through there. And Giants, strong point is their midfield. Yeah, yeah. Keneally, Taranto, Hopper, Green, Kelly. They'll just dominate just, all day. Yeah, their midfield should dominate. And if you're getting that many inside 50s... There'll be a couple of goals, I guess. <laughs> you'd expect to score some goals. And the last game of the round, Freo Saints... Frio if they can kick straight. You'd ex- once again you expect Frio, but it's, again it's that kind of other one. You think Saint like from round one you think Frio should be higher like 
good and St Kilda should be like bad. Yeah. But it's like another one where it's like these two teams have been in that position between that like ninth and thirteenth the last like four years. Yeah. Like it could be another one to just show where they actually sit. And if it's a close game, you probably expect them to sit in that ninth to thirteenth again. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think it should be like a 40-odd point win. To I, it should be a good win for Freo. Add up the stadium as well. It should be a Freo win. Like, you just never know with the Fremantle Shockers. Yeah, well, I mean, that should be better than your team this year, so... Unfortunately, yeah. That's going to hurt. It'll be yeah. the first time in that six or seven years, I'll finish higher than you. I think it's 2014. 2014? Yeah. Yeah, because we made the final, grand final 2015, they made it 2014. And 2014, they finished mine premier. So, yeah, 2014. I'm pretty sure the year you won grand final, they, they were the minor premiers. Wait, we won the grand final. Oh, you were in the grand final. Yeah. Well, 2015, yeah. we lost to Hawks. That, that was shaking up to be a derby grand final. That would have been so good. It would have yeah. been, but yeah, they, they couldn't do it. Couldn't do it for you. Yeah. It would have been made it, maybe it would have been better if they did it for us so we didn't get waltzed by Hawthorne. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, yeah, that's... A 50-minute episode, Rock. Footy's done well for us there to extend it. Yeah, we can always count on footy, you know. Next week, be the same. Be the exact same thing. 10 minutes other stuff, 40 minutes footy. I mean, we did talk about NBA for a while. NBA's such a hard one to talk about. It's just like there's so many games, there's not like... There's not necessarily massive talking points. Yeah, like a game of footy, there's just there's so many more players on the field that, that one of them could be really, really good. And you only play one game a week. Yeah, and like NBA, yeah, yeah. Played not not as many teams. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just... Definitely get more excited for the footy season than NBA season. <laughs> and NBA season's just so long, it's just like, you just drag it out. Yeah, it's, it's cuts on a footy time, there's two games, there's an NBA game on, then there's a footy game on, it's hard. It's hard life for us. Trying to watch both. Well, that's been a, another episode. Trying to bounce down, boys. Yeah, bounce down, boys. Go follow us on Instagram at bounce.down. Good job, you remembered. I remembered. And surely, yeah, we should. I don't, I'm not working this Monday. We should be able to get a, get a pod in. We can have a cheeky little pod, I guess. So, yeah, you, you'll hear from us next Monday. Yeah. Have a good one. See you all.